0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a AM member FDSE.
1: G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au.
0: T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005.
2: SE and Friday's in the top end, 16 and 11 a.m. with Rain and Horn down. We will
0: love your listening. We're joined now by Tavis Perry. Tavis, how are you? Very well, and yourself? Yeah, very good, mate. How's it going over in Gove there? I understand uh, you've been living there for a few years now. How's it all going, and what are you doing with yourself?
1: Yeah, almost uh, almost up to five years, would you believe? We've been over here um, working for Rio Tinto at the moment in um, Indigenous recruitment and employment.
0: Life's good. Yeah, no worries. How's, uh, did you watch any of the games on the weekend by any chance? I did. I watched
1: uh, a little bit of the Pints and Palmy game and a bit of the Wanderers Districts game.
0: What were your thoughts on the Pints and Palmy game? Did Palmerston sort of get out of a, escape it a bit, or do you reckon they would have stormed home in the end?
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I think they would have. Stormed home in the end. It was
0: pretty disappointing.
1: Um, the start, I think, at one stage, it was 1-8 to either 5-8 or 6-8. And it wasn't looking good. But um, in saying that, points are a really good side. You know, they've been really strong in the Division One for a number of years. They've got some really seasoned players. And I think they they probably know how to play really well together. Whereas it looked like Palmy with some new recruits, still finding their feet a little bit.
0: Yeah, I, was, I sort of I had palmy penciled in to win that, and I think it's getting the draws going to put him in good stead anyway. Um, what's your expectations moving forward with them against Nightcliff, like this week's game?
1: Oh, it's actually it's actually a massive game. I think it's going to be a really even competition this year, uh, and this mm. is the kind of game that that Nightcliff will also set themselves for. You know, obviously they'll be looking to finish the year in the top three again uh, and they'll they'll see it as a little bit of a a danger game and and rightly so. I think Palmerston at their best poses a real challenge for Nightcliffe this week. Um, It'll be really interesting to see how how Palmerston goes.
2: Yeah, Tavis Rapp here, mate. Uh, Thanks for joining us. Um, For those out there who don't really know Tavis, he was an ex-coach for um, the Palmerston Magpies, so it's good to get your insight on the Maggies, mate. But um, yeah, like uh, Robbie mentioned, did you if, would you love to have your chance again with, this, with the list of magpies are putting together now, mate?
1: <laughs> yeah, good question. Um, well, yeah, in short, yes, I would. Um, but in saying that, credit where credit's due, Josh, he's done a great job. Uh, and he's probably shown up a, a few of the failings I had. I think I think he's he's planned uh, a lot better than what, what I did when I was at, at Palmerston. Um, and, uh, look, I think he's building something really good. Uh, I think one of the issues we've had in the past is being able to retain the quality on our list, and, and Josh done a great job of doing that so far and, and looks like he's going to be able to keep building in the future, which is very yeah, exciting.
2: Um, and, and on that one touch base on those uh, the Pints game, um, like we mentioned, Pints are the best thing about Pints. I think they're going to bring that consistency and show up every week. So... Mm, yeah, that, that's what me and Robbie mentioned. Like you said, do you think Parmesan were lucky or do you think Pines were unlucky in that one, mate?
1: Um, good question. I think, I think um, it's a really good point. So you got to remember that it is quite a step up for them coming from, from Div 1 uh, into the Premier League and I think they'll get better as the year progresses. Uh, I think it'll actually have a really big bearing for both sides, Come the end of the year, they'll they'll obviously both consider themselves chances for the top five, and, and a win for Palmerston in particular would have really set up their season if they could have gone two and zero. And obviously, clients yeah. looking for their first ever win in the Premier League. So I think it'll probably hurt Palmerston a little bit more that they that they missed out on those extra couple of points on the weekend. And and if the um, lightning strike hadn't have hit when it did, I'd just get the feeling that Palmy would have ran over them late
2: yeah there's that bit of experience mate I guess and uh, I think the interesting one out of that is too it, it probably puts everyone else on alert now that if they were thinking of taking Pints a bit lightly and uh, I, I know St Mary's playing this weekend so that's probably you know the, the game that they probably needed and, and to have it in the second round in is, is a credit to Pines and Shannon Motlop himself so um, but yeah that's, that's my take
0: on it but Rob um, you got a, another one there mate uh, yeah Tavis um, with the other results I've got The right now, I think, are sitting pretty. I think they're the premiership favourites in my eyes. Um, And the competition as a whole, how are you thinking the competition's looking? I know there's a few complaints saying that the stronger sides are only getting stronger with the top sides with their recruiting and being able to manipulate the points system. Do you have any thoughts on that, Tavis?
1: Well, I probably did a year or so ago, but I think it's really evened out. Uh, I think it's going to be the strongest most even competition that i've ever seen in the top end and i've t- all been around almost you know 15 years now um i agree that i think waratah's right at the moment uh, a premiership favorite and saint mary's probably just under them but then you've got nightcliff districts wanderers buffs Palmy all going for those next you know few spots in the in the top five so i'm really um excited by the season i think I've probably been personally a little bit critical of the point system and how it's been structured in the past. Mm. Um, I've always felt like Tweed and Palmerston and the sides that haven't made finals for a number of years should get uh, additional points to try and even out the competition. But the way that it's panned out this year, I think you could easily mount an argument that the the point system's doing its job.
0: Yeah, I agree with that, Tavis. I think there should be additional points for the sides that finish outside the finals and. Last year, I think it's I think the last five or six years, the side that's finished fifth has been knocked out in the first week. So now with nine teams, it should be a very strong final series. Southern Districts made the finals last year. Um, I think it was they won, we won seven out of sixteen games or something. So like that's you know that's that, that was sort of how it went last season for them. Um, I think there's some massive concerns at the Wee Bombers Tavis. Um. Raf was there and watched the game. I was thinking when I was listening to Raf on the broadcast, like, well, what would Raf be thinking here? My thoughts were, Raf, that you were thinking, geez, I reckon I could get twenty-five out there today. Yeah, yeah. I was even, you know, having a chat with Ian Budders and have a joke in between the breaks.
2: You know, it was like I I should be still playing. I'll be able to, you know, not maybe get Nate Paridi numbers, but you know, I I still could end up with three goals. But um. Yeah, it's, it's not good to see, you know, the TV boys struggling again. Um, yeah, whether there's a, a quick solution. I know they're, um, you know, affiliated with banks, so whether, mm. you know, that, that works both ways, that relationship, whether banks are helping out pushing up their better players, which I find hard to believe, and I don't see banks um, mm. doing that. Yeah. Um, but I, and then again, I don't know the, the relationship they have. Um, Tavis, what do you think um, the TV Bombers need, or is there any quick fix in this matter, mate?
1: Look, I don't think there is. Look, I think it's actually kind of reminds me, when I first uh, moved to Darwin and was involved in the NTFL, you know, um, Darwin Buffaloes were, were doing worse than what Tiwee Bombers are now, but they um, really focused on their, on their junior development and given some junior players um, game time in the Premier League. Uh, I remember, you know, Jalen Clark is one that, that sticks to mind, that, that started out through that really rough era of Buffalo's and now they're, you know, consistently competing for finals. And I think one thing that I've noticed over with Wee Bombers over the last decade is they've just relied so much on the on the older guys um, to mm, continue playing. Definitely. and They haven't really blooded many young guys, except for maybe Michael Dunn is, is one sort of younger guy that's maybe played 50 to 100 games now. But they've got the right man at the helm. Like Brenton Toy is an, an outstanding coach, um, probably the best I've come across in my time in, in footy. And if he can stay there for, you know, five years, get some game time into these young guys, you know, it'll it'll turn. It's just whether they've got the uh, the drive, I guess, to, to do it.
0: Yeah, um, I think Brenton Toy is the best match day coach I've seen. Um, there there is, has been some stuff I've seen that he's not living on the islands, but he has got a director role in education, so he has got a very high up role. But obviously I was a player that played... Oregon, I'm best suited to talk about the Tiwi Bombers because I played against them when they had everyone their first year and, geez, they were a loaded footy side. And I know there was a bit of criticism as well about them not having a junior program at the time. Um, And I think now we can start to see that... I don't think there was that reason for the future, but now we can start to see that that's a bit of an issue uh, moving forward. And my first premiership, I played with Lucky daniels Heenan. Um, he wouldn't have been in the best forty players at Wee Bombers, but he just played a role for the uh, for us. And um, the same with Ross and players like that. They Tiwi, they weren't getting the game at Wee when they come to Saints. Raf. Yeah, exactly. And that's
2: interesting that you point that out. And mm. and like you mentioned about Toysi, uh, even you know he's he's coaching capabilities. You know they're unreal. And even listen to him when he commentates. You know when he breaks mm. down the game and plays and roll by role and. Um, you know, it, it's a tough gig and you take your hat off of, uh, to Brenton putting his hand up to do it again. But I think, you know, it's just so hard to get the boys to train Tuesday and Thursday together when half of them live on one side of the island and, um, you know, to find them to get to the ground consistently. I think that's mm. a big issue in it all. Um, yeah especially when I did some work over the, uh, a couple of years ago, you know, you'd see only 10 or 7 seven to ten guys at, at the Oval training together because the other half mm. are at, on the other side of the island and, you know, just not being able to have that together. Um, yeah, so it's it's hard. And like we speak about those older players, Tavis, um, you know, Paddy Heenan and um, Jakura, you know, you're still sort of relying on those types and they're, you know, in their mid-30s and looking for those next guys to step up and take their place. But it's hard to see where that's coming from anytime soon.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I was uh, going to ask you, Raph, because you've obviously been around a long time too. It just looks like uh, opposition sides have kind of worked out how to play against Wee. I I think early on, you know, that real run-and-gun style, getting sides on the outside, really high-skillful game. Uh, A lot of sides had trouble combating it, but I reckon now they just seem to block the exits a lot better and and, and pair off and don't give them that space. I don't know if that's something that
0: you've noticed. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think that's the difference as well. Moving forward with a lot of these footy clubs, um, yeah. So I think that's sort of some of the issues defensively. Seen that with Wanderers as well on the weekend, and uh, Buffs had a good start as well in Waratahs and did the same. Tavis, do you have any plans on getting back to the NTFL and coaching?
1: Oh, uh, not in the not in the short term. Um, I'll definitely be out and go for a while, young, while longer yet. Um, but then we we definitely look at. Will be coming back to Darwin at some stage, and I'll, I'd imagine, get involved in some capacity. Um, Certainly not coaching straight away, but you never know. One day down the track, um, might throw a hat in the ring. You never know.
0: Yep, Tavis. One last thing before I let you go, mate. Crocs and Tars are my game of the round this week. Round three footy out at the croc, out at the Crocs. There. What's your prediction for that game? I've seen a good couple of ins for the uh, for the districts with Cam Ellis Yolman named.
1: <clears throat> he's done a great job um shannon rusko uh, he's a good man and he's a shrewd operator uh and getting maddie dennis who i thought played really well on the weekend was was a really good move by the crocs mm. look i think it's the hard they're just up and going at the moment aren't they magro's isn't he a good player he's, he's um yeah. dominating at present i just think they've set themselves up really well the tars um maybe a little bit unlucky not to not to pinch the flag last year um but certainly given them that maybe that loss has kind of sparked them and and galvanized them a bit this year i
0: think i think they'll just get the crocs this weekend no worries thanks for that prediction tab Um, and thanks for joining us today
1: here's some tips for maintaining your trex deck um occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.